Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Martin Schultz of the SPD. It must be time for the News des Nachrichtens with Drew Bulkley and Konrad Werner. Hello and welcome to News des Nachrichtens with me, Konrad Werner, in Berlin, the capital of Germany, and over in Portland, Oregon, it is Mr. Drew Portnoy. Hello. I'm Hello. here. For now. Yeah. You're here for now, but soon, soon Germany will suck you back. It's getting me back in August. Yeah, it's like the like mafia. It does. It's like the mafia. You can't get away from it. It's like a middle-class mafia for middle-class liberals. They all, get, <laughs> they all get sucked in to Germany eventually. Little by little... And then the rest of the world will just be ruled by dictators who don't want to be in the European Union. So it'll be a, Germany will be the only middle class. That's it. Yeah. Middle class yeah. exists in Germany nowhere else. It'll be a haven for the middle classes. It'll be like it'll be like it'll be like a, ref, a giant refugee camp, but with really nice delicatessens. I thought Nigeria had a burgeoning <laughs> middle class. And uh, you know what else? Salsa lessons and stuff. <laughs> oh, yoga teachers! Yoga teachers! Yoga teachers! It'll be it'll be like a massive giant refugee camp for middle class people. Oh, I can't. With, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what board housewives. That's what board housewives do. They become <laughs> yoga teachers. Yeah. So come over, come back. Can't wait to have you back. Um, would you like to hear about the news? No, I want to hear about your dream. I heard you had a weird dream. Yeah, um, we. I, I had a dream last night that Angela Merkel had died, but she hadn't really died. I had a, like a, it was a fake news dream, where um, there was a like a, a notification, a flash notification said, "Oh my God, Angela Merkel is dead." But because of the speed and everyone said, uh, and everyone picked it up and it went around the world. But then, like they had to correct it five minutes later, and uh, they found out what in fact happened was um, Angela Merkel's husband had died. But all the right-wing news channels, the right-wing fake news channels, they went with the first story and not the second story and then claimed it was a cover-up. What do you think what, of that? That she was actually dead? That, so that the Angela yeah. Merkel that appeared after that was, in fact, a body double? Yeah, it was like Paul McCartney thing, you know? Do you think Russia today is that good that they're getting into your brain? Like, Breitbart News is tapping into Conrad's brain and uh, injecting fake news? Maybe this is happening all over the world. Well, I, I heard, I read recently that um, about 80% of your dreams are negative. Like, 80% are, are because a lot of the things... It, it fits my thoughts, then. It fits my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've apparently 80% of dreams are like bad things happen. And apparently you have about five or six dreams a night, but you don't, usually don't remember them unless they resonate with something that happens to you the next day, and then you remember them. But you have quite a lot of dreams. And um, they're often about things that worry you, which is why um, you often have yeah, negative dreams. You, you're, you're more likely to have negative than positive dreams. Here's what, here's what I dreamed last night. It was such a bad dream. It woke me up. I dreamed that we had a bunch of cats that my brother let out of the car right next to a busy street, and most of them got run over. Jesus. Are you worried? And, that, and the, the reason I had that is because I saw this movie last night about cats in Istanbul. There's this documentary about cats in Istanbul. And oh, the, whole yeah. time, the whole time I watched the movie, I thought, aren't any of those cats getting run over? Because they're all right next to the street. 
Yeah, you were worried about the cats, you see. Yeah, but I don't know why my brother was there. Well, did he, does he have cats? He has no cats. He has two tiny dogs. Oh. Yeah. It's fascinating. <laughs> Listen, the, the one other thing, the one other thing, going back to Angela Merkel, I'm always impressed because I can never remember that dude's name. What's her husband's name? You always remember his name. Jürgen... Professor Zauer. Isn't he called yeah. Zauer? Yeah, Professor Zauer. Yeah, he's a physicist. Yeah, that's what I always remember. He's a physicist. That's the only thing I know. Uh, he works at Humboldt, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, and that's about all the more excitement that's worth. Okay. Well, he was dead in my dream, but and I really thought that I was going to wake up and uh, I had to check, you know, I had to check the phone to make sure Angela Merkel was still alive or her husband was still alive, and everything was fine. Were you relieved then? Were you like, oh, they're still alive? Yeah, I was relieved because you know it's just a big faff, isn't it? <laughs> when someone you, like that dies, you'd have in, to go in my line. I'd have to go to the office. Yeah. Right, and uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't have to. Maybe it'd be like, whatever you do, don't phone Ben, comrade. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always torn on those big news items, because the one time I think, oh, God, I'm going to have to work. I'm really going to have to do something. I'm going to have to cover this story now. I'm going to have to get in there. And then, like, you find out somebody else at the office is covering it, and I think, oh, thank God, I don't have to work. But no, wait a minute, I want my name on the biggest story of the decade. You know, it's like a, it's a thing. Yeah, I know. I know exactly that feeling. Yeah. You want to be you want to be working, but you don't really want to be working. Yeah. You, okay. You want, you want the glory, but you don't actually want to do the work. The work. Are we worthless the, the human beings? The, the, ang- the anxiety. Speaking of Angela Merkel, she's actually... I mean, maybe it was a metaphoric dream. Maybe this was a metaphorical dream because she's actually uh, being threatened by our buddy Schultz. Yeah. Schultz, the, gr- the great EU, EU politician that nobody actually cared about a month and a half ago, came back and said, listen, I am going to run as the chancellor candidate for the SPD. I, I really like Martin Schultz. I'm probably going to vote for him. I, I guess I like him, but do you really know that much about him? I mean, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's who we need now. We need nice guys. Like, we seem like we need, like, someone... Because he's, he's popular, and he's... Um, and he has, uh, like, and he's like, he, he's a kind of throwback to the Gerhard Schroeder era where he was like a guy who seemed to be all right, you know? Like, he seemed, yeah, to, be, he seemed to be in a comfortable place in his own life. He seemed to be Schroeder. spiritually, spiritually in a, in, a, in a happy place. Schroeder turned to out to be a dirtbag, though. Schroeder turned out to be nothing. I mean, yeah. the thing is, Martin Schultz might be Schroeder without the flash. Like, that was the thing about Schroeder. He had all that Blair Clinton flash. Yeah. And um, uh, he, he used to be like a and uh, like he's a, he seems like someone that you trust and you could hang out with. I think I think there's a lot of people talk about populism nowadays, and uh, they think that oh, populism is really bad. And and I think people are kind of mixing up. What annoys me is that the CDU, especially Wolfgang um, uh, Wolfgang Schäuble, he was he was like saying oh he's he's just another populist. He's like being like Trump. Did you see that? I did not see that. He was uh, he was comparing Schultz to Trump, and saying, "Oh, he's he's he wants to make Europe great again, and he's he's uh, he's copying uh, the, the the this Trump populism." And uh, but he's not, is he? He's just a popular person. There's a difference between pop being popular and actually just populist. Well, there's, no, there's there's their populism and there's our populism. That's the difference. It's populism we like. Can yeah. I say, Schultz seems like a nice guy, but he does seem like the kind of guy that would call you maybe once or twice too often a week, you know? 
Like if you were buddies with him, you'd be out for beer occasionally and your phone would ring and you'd look at it and it would say Martin Schultz and you'd just be like, I'm not getting that. Because he'll talk for 20 minutes and uh, I have to see him tomorrow anyway. Yeah. yeah you, know? you, you, you don't want you don't, you don't, you don't too much Schultz in your life. In fact, you would be out for beers with Gerhard Schröder. You'd be sitting there having beers with Schröder, and your phone would ring, and it would say Martin Schultz, and you'd be like, oh, Gert, it's Martin. I'm, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. I'm not going to get that, you know? Okay. Yeah, because you'd, you'd, uh, you'd never get him off the phone. Yeah, but you'd be glad that he's running the government while you're out for beers. Yeah, you want someone who's, um, who's, who's a bit too, bit too over-eager in government, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and, you uh, like, want someone who's a bit... Yeah. It's also a nice little, like it's chess move, as the Germans would say. It's a nice little chess move of the SPD that they've been in government all along. And now they bring Martin Schulz, who is running against that government. It's kind of like, oh, we've been in power for all these years and now we're running against ourselves. Let's yeah. win. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that it was, it was a really good move. And it was very, it was, it was the first time the SPD has done anything um, vaguely risky in like for, forever. Like they're just rubbish, the SPD, and no one wanted to vote for them, and no one were like, no one could, no one saw the point of voting for Sigmar Gabriel, and I don't see the point. I wouldn't have voted for Sigmar Gabriel. I feel bad for him now because if you look at him on paper, he actually hasn't done anything really wrong, you know, like he's been okay. Sigmar Gabriel. Yeah. He has presided over the uh, the, the the biggest rise in 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 weapons exports in Germany. For ages. He's rubbish. Is, well, he's with the CDU. He was together with the CDU. Well, it wasn't just him. Yeah, but, he's in, but he promised to reduce it, and it's gone up. Like he's, he's definitely failed in his, what he was going to do with how... You know, he was going to reduce German arms sales around the world, and they've gone up under him. And he keeps blaming other people for it. He keeps saying, oh, we just had to sell this one... It's all because we had to sell this one aircraft carrier to Israel... And it was an old contract, and we had to fulfil it. And then it's ne the next year is yeah, oh yeah, we just had to sell these tanks to Saudi Arabia, but it's an old contract, and we just had to, you know, we had to we had to honour it. And it, and um, and he didn't wasn't doing anything. Like he was he was um, he, he wasn't really he didn't really care enough, and he I, didn't I, really. He was yeah, he was too complacent. But it's funny you bring up the arms sale. All my other German friends were mad at the SPD for the Agenda 2010 and the Hartz IV, like the, the dismantling of the social, the social governance. What the what they were mad about, and they see like now Steinmeier's been moved out of the way over to the presidency, and uh, Sigmar Gabriel is out of the way. And now we can go back to what the SPD used to be, even before Gerhard Schröder. That's what everybody's saying, and and their poll numbers are back up to 90s levels, man. Like they're back in the 30s for the first time in forever. Yeah. But really fast as well, and that is good. And and Martin Schulz has said he would um, reverse and uh, uh, correct a lot of the agenda 2012, 2010 thing. Like he said, he would, he would, he, he would, he wants to extend Hart's fear. He wants to extend Algi Eins, the times on Algi Eins. He wants to make it. Uh, it's unemployment. You have to unemployment. Uh, oh yeah. It's unemployment benefits. Unemployment benefits. I mean, he's correcting a lot of the things, and he's he's running on a platform now of more social justice, which is the kind of thing that the the, the, the and the lot of the disgruntled AFD voters who used to be in East Germany. That is what they were. That that is why they've kind of abandoned the SPD. Well, that's what's funny now. Like ever since the Schultz push, 
the AFD numbers are down, the Greens numbers are down, uh, the D-Linka numbers are down. Everybody came back to the SPD, like, overnight. Like, all we needed to do was bring this guy back from Brussels. Yeah. And suddenly everybody's like, oh, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. You just need a, you just need a bearded, uh, like, cheerful fat man. Uh, <laughs> He's not that fat, is he? Well, He's large. So what are you saying? If Sigmar Gabriel had grown a beard, he would have been okay? And cheered up a bit. Because talking about fat men. He's got, he's got, he's got something about him. Like, you like him. You know, so he's like a cheer, Yeah, he's got a cheerful demeanor. And I think totally, that, I, yeah. that isn't populism. That is just a popular leader coming back. Think, and uh, he's done it yeah. without, like, making... And that is the other thing. He's, he's, cha- he's, he's brought the SPD back to the 90s levels and back without, like, saying we're going to kick out a load more immigrants because it's, that, doesn't, that it clearly doesn't work. Like, that just plays into the hands of the AFD. Like, all the CDU has done in the last year is say we're going to kick out more and more immigrants. We're going to deport people to Afghanistan, which they've started doing now. And, um, and I, I, yeah, there's... Um, uh, the people don't want, people don't care people don't people will always think of Merkel as being this this uh, this, this this protector of refugees and someone who opened the borders and I think that they they like uh, yeah it's not it's not worked but you've got you've got to complete I, your thought man you got to finish the sentence in a nice little nice little uh, coordinating clause or something there I don't even know I don't even know what grammar is <laughs> I went Subjunctive to a Begida clause. demo. Wait a second. I want to ask you one more question before we move on to that. Do you well, think is so now? Basically, if the election were held now, the famous Sonntagsfrage, basically the only government that comes into question is the current government, an SPD CDU coalition, right? Um, at the moment, it looks that way. Yes, but so who who becomes the chancellor then? It does, does what I'm saying is is Merkel at risk? What do you think? What is Konrad Werner? It's definitely think? at risk. I mean, at the moment they're neck and neck, but with the CDU like one or two percent in the lead in all the different polls. So they very, would... But they're really much neck and neck. Well, that can easily change. So she's definitely at risk. And even if that was the government, and it was, if it did was the CDU SPD, the SPD would definitely have a lot more of a say in the um, in in the coalition agreement because they would they've got a lot of. If they if they do their whole election campaign on this sort of social justice, better unemployment benefit, you know, um, uh, uh, better fighting poverty and old age poverty and all that, then they will they will be in a much better position when it comes to the coalition negotiations. So even okay. even if Schulz doesn't become chancellor, they'll have um, it'll it's looking. I think I'm more positive. More positive. I feel positive about. Life. <laughs> and that's the important thing. The Konrad Werner confidence indicator is up. <laughs> yeah, the, Con- the, Conrad, the Conrad confidence meter. Okay, speaking yeah. of populism, let's talk about their populism, not our populism. You went to a Bergida demo. These are the people who hate everybody who's not German. Yeah, it wasn't very popular. I mean, there were like 30 people there. Usually these things, the counter-demonstrations are bigger than the demonstration. Yeah, in, in, in Berlin, that was very true. But in the one, there was a big one. So I went to two in uh, two days, three days. Uh, there was one on the Saturday, which was a gross demo. And it was uh, like different people shouting and uh, big speeches and a rapper. 
a Nazi wow, rapper. What, which rapper? Well, not for, I don't I don't know what his name was. He we were rap. there. Rappers say, say their name, name. Like, they say fuck and then their name. That's all they say. Even German rappers. F- fuck Heiner. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say he was called Heiner. Okay. I don't know what his name was. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. So there, you were there were 30 people. There was a German Nazi rapper. No, that was the first one. The first one was like several hundred people. And there was a big demo. There was a big counter demo with a stage and, and like lesbian rappers. And then the... The, but on, when I was in mixing in with the Bergida demo, which was not, and most people have to say, most people were not from Berlin. Uh, oh, I, were they bust in? Were they paid protesters bust in? Well, they weren't. They didn't have to be from Berlin. I mean, it was just it, just because it was called Bergida and it was in Berlin doesn't mean they were, you know that wasn't a qualification to go to the demo. So where were they from? They were all from Brandenburg. Yeah, Saxony. I mean, the speakers, the the uh, there were there were different groups in the audience. So there were a lot of hooligans. A lot. I saw a lot of like facial tattoos, um, scalp tattoos, uh, Tosh Diner gear, uh, people, conspiracy theorists. A lot of people walking around with um, uh, uh, like placards explaining how much gold Germany has paid in war reparations since World War One. Wow. Okay. The whole big thing and uh, explaining how you know different things about the House of Rothschild. There's a, like a lot of kind of that. So kind did of, you act like you were one of them, or did you act like a journalist? I I acted very quietly because uh, <laughs> I I tried not to uh, uh, draw attention to myself because one of the journalists was there, Sasha Lobo, and uh, they started shouting at him, and he had to like leave. And you just stood next to him like, yeah, Sasha, yeah, you're a horrible... <laughs> I mean, obviously you didn't go too deep because you do not have a facial tattoo. I no. can't see the back of your head. You might have had to get a scalp tattoo to fit in, but... No, I didn't. Like, uh, no. Like, yeah. So I, I, um, it was a bit... Like, it, it was a, definitely a more aggressive atmosphere. And then I went back on the Monday for the normal, the, the regular Monday night demo that they've been doing for about two years. And there was about 30 people there. And they were mostly like middle-aged, old, like bad-tempered people walking around. And we walked in the rain to Alexanderplatz. And um, along the way, we got like f- confronted by some Antifa, some young, young kids, young Antifa kids. And they were like, they were being really threatening. And we had to be shielded by the police. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, cause then, got- but so then you were looking, you were fitting with the middle-aged, angry people. Uh, yeah, anti- I, fit in, I felt more, and I and I and I talked to a few of them, and they were they were explaining to me their ideas, and that also they kind of yeah, and uh, and I said like, don't you know? Do you mind it marching with you know neo Nazis and uh, hooligans and all this other stuff? And they said, well, they're always very they always behave themselves when they're here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said. They said, well, you know. We, we don't we don't really like Nazis, but when they're here, they behave themselves. They follow our rules. They benehmen sich ganz correct, they said. And, and so they, they, they sort of like... And then this other guy was explaining to me that hooligans are not the same as neo-Nazis. There are two different scenes. Sure, and, yeah. And um, he said, like, just because someone's a hooligan doesn't mean he's very right-wing. 
you can I, I you know want you can want to crack people's skull and still believe in unemployment benefits and social housing you know yeah and 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 immigration <laughs> can you still believe in immigration sure you I just want to beat somebody up you know yeah i can see so, the separation there so but they are called um well, have you all heard of Horgizar? Uh, yeah, uh, Hooligans against Salafists. Hooligans gegen Salafisten. They go around. And I think that is basically neo Nazis, but they say, oh no, big difference. Um, they like brown people, they just don't like fundamentalist brown people. Yeah. So yeah, that was their take on that. And uh, the, but we, there were a few like a few of us had flags, some mostly Germany flags, some like that, things like that. And then, most of um, us, you said most of us had flags, so you were one of them. I did not have a flag, no. Okay. Some some guy was just wearing a baseball cap with a Germany flag on it. I thought that doesn't count. Like, it <laughs> looks no like effort. he was just going to a football match. Anybody could wear a hat. <laughs> yeah. And another guy had a big placard explaining um, that refugees are getting all the money that should be going into Germany's education system. Yeah. And so did you, learn, did you learn anything from this whole, whole thing? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> you I, had to think about that one. <laughs> well, they're obviously, like, they are... They, the thing is, they don't know that they're being racist. They are being racist, and they're willing to tolerate racism. But if you say to them you're being racist, if you call them a Nazi, they do, it just they, they, that there's no point because it that shuts off their brain. Like they don't think then; they just think, yeah. "Oh, you're a left wing uh, lunatic, and you're a real, you're the real Nazi because you're calling us Nazis." You know, like the other, you're the political correctness Nazis, and we're just expressing our opinion. Like if you, they don't. Like you can't you can't just go around calling them all Nazis because it doesn't help. And I think see, that and they because they don't see themselves as right wing at all. They don't see themselves as racist. They just think that um, that 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 the, 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 there shouldn't be as many there shouldn't be so many refugees here and there shouldn't be any immigrants here. So I think that and they're you know and and they're like when you just talk to them. They're just normal, you know. They are they are normal people, but they are also willing to, like, turn a blind eye. They're definitely willing. I'd say they're pretty, quite willing to turn a blind eye to far right violence, and they will say that. They, and they also don't trust the press. Like one of them said so, to me that. He so so you learn nothing. You're right back that. where you said. That's exactly <laughs> what you probably would have said before you went to the demo. Yeah, but I it, it crystallized exactly like I have images. I have like personalities in my head now. All right, you know we're we're out of time. Well, that was it. That's I just it. Got going. It flew by. That's why I was trying to wrap you up there, get you to a conclusion. Oh, that's why you asked me if I'd learned anything. Oh, clever. I thought that's clever, isn't it? That's good. That's I was good, curious. Uh, I was curious if you'd learned anything. Okay. Have you learned anything in the last twenty minutes? I did. I've learned that uh, maybe Merkel... I hadn't actually thought that the SPD... That's true, they will have a bigger influence on the new government. The SPD can finally have a voice. And they have a face with that voice. Yeah. And I... Yeah, and I'm probably going to vote for Martin Schulz. I can't. I, I like to have a big, cheerful, cheerful, bearded man. 
<laughs> you want Santa Claus at the head of your government. <laughs> yeah. In charge, organizing my tax system. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Conrad. Have a good Bye. evening. Bye.